Rika and Jessica Rabbit. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Healer Podcast. This is your girl Rika and Jessica Rabbit. Hey y'all. Hey, we missed y'all. Yes, we skipped a week. I was getting back from Costa Rica, trying to get things in order, and then life was life in. So we just took some time. I hope you guys missed us while we were gone. So you appreciate us a little bit more now that we're back. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome back. Yes, we are in our pajamas because we're chilling. Like, it's been a lot, a lot going on. And you know, you have some of those days where you just don't want to do anything. Y'all lucky I got lipstick. Because <laughs> I would have stayed in these pajamas all day, hair tied up, eyes all puffy. Yeah, I got a tan. So, my, you know, my skin is like five different colors right now, but whatever. I'm chilling. We chilling. Mm -hmm. Y'all give yourself permission to chill too. If you feel you need to. Some of those obligations can just wait. Sometimes you just need to wrap yourself up in a blanket or keep on your pajamas all day and just Netflix and chill. So I give you permission to do it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So Costa Rica. It was amazing. The group was amazing. I may flash some pictures up somewhere just so you guys can see um, some of the beautiful goddesses that I was with. I got to spend some time with while we were there. Um, Some of the different activities. We went and rubbed mud all over our bodies. (laughs) Got to eat some good food. Got to speak some Spanish, even though I didn't speak much, but it was a good time. I enjoyed it. I was kind of ready to come back, but I kind of wanted to be there at the same time. So I wish I could have split myself in half, but I enjoyed being back with my family. Um, I don't think my body ever left this time zone. So it was good. I had fun. Good. That's good. That's good. That means you didn't have to adjust when you came back. Nope, but I did want to sleep. <laughs> I was working, so I was on the clock, even though I still got to go to bed at a decent time, but during the day, it was nonstop, and then being in the heat, the sun, like, the plane ride wasn't, you know, it wasn't, planes aren't that comfortable, so just my body was just like, rest, rest, took, like, two days to just do nothing. So I'm getting back in track right now and making more shoes. <laughs> I missed making shoes. So I came back and was like, oh, let me make something else. Who call you? Not Geppetto. What? Geppetto. What, 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 I'm a father name. Geppetto was the puppet master. He used, to make shoes. he used to make the wooden shoes. Oh, he did. And then he made him a little boy. He's like, oh, yeah. He a little boy. <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not gonna make creepy dolls. <laughs> I'll stick with shoes. But what's going on with you, Mama? Well, life been life been while you were in Costa Rica. Um, my mom was here last time. I believe on the last podcast, yeah, and my mom was here. We think it was like Fourth of July weekend, right? So she stayed up until Fourth of July. Went home. And went to visit my brother. And Sunday was the last time anyone talked to her. And then life was life on Monday. So I didn't really, I texted her. She didn't read my message. And then she didn't read my message again on Monday. But by the time I realized it, I was like, oh, shoot. But it's late. So it's like, well, you know what? I always wake her up. I'm not going to wake her up. I'll just let her sleep. And I'll call Tuesday. So... I was doing um on the phone with J- doing JJ Vaughn thing and she normally pops her head in there. Like if she hasn't heard from me in a couple of days, she goes, What's your problem? So I was looking and looking like she didn't pop her head in there. That's weird. So I text her again, are you okay? No red. I'm like, mm, did a home, who was it that well check? And 
they took the information. Now, literally, it's like right across the street. Like, the police station is her neighbor. So I'm like, hmm, this is weird. Like, they're not getting back to me on time. I got in the car. I had my two nieces with me. So I took the youngest one with me and told my husband, get back to the house. I had to go to Jersey. My mom's not picking up. At that point, I knew she was gone. I texted Sarika and I texted to Ari Nicole. I'm like, my mom is gone. And both of y'all were like, no, she's not. No, she's not. And Jazzy was like, no, she's not. No, she's not. Jazzy stood on the phone with me the whole ride there. And I was like, oh, this is my brother. Let me call you back, Jazzy. And then he was on the phone with me. He got there first, 15 minutes before me. And that's when I heard, I'm so sorry. And I lost it. I was like screaming at the top of my lungs. And I called my husband. He heard the scream when he knew what that was when he heard the scream. So it was just like surreal. When I got there, it was, I'm so sorry. You know, we found her and we don't know exactly how long, but everybody was trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And you go through the whole, I should have did this. I should have did that. Cause we were up there on Saturday. I was like, man, maybe I should have just brought it back with me Sunday. But you know, it was just all this stuff going, but you can't play that because you can't control it. Right. I couldn't control it. Even if I brought it back Sunday, if that's our time to go, it's our time to go no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. So I had to finally get that through my head and I did everything I could. And, you know, we'll never know the full story of anything or anybody, what anybody's going through. So I can't sit there and go, well, I should do this or you should do that. No, we don't know if you won't share. Right. So my part, parents share stuff with your children. I don't care if they get scared. It's okay, but they can help you because if you're sick, their children can be there a little bit more and will tolerate your annoyingness a little bit more. Cause I know I'm going to become annoying cause I'm a mom. And I, I actually told that to my mother. The last conversation we had, I was like about parenting. I said, look, we have to parent differently the way you parented. I said, you were parenting the way you were parented. Doesn't mean it was correct, but we accepted it more. These children of this generation do not accept what we accepted. So I also have to learn how to parent. And I also have to learn that when they get married and have children that I'm no longer like number one, because even though I am their mother, their family kind of has to come before me. So I have to learn that as well. We had that conversation. I said, you know what? It's probably going to be hard for me too. So we had a really nice, and we didn't. I didn't yell and just say, "These are my kids." You said no. I just trying to explain it from my point of view to see what she said. And she said, "You know what? This is really hard." I said, "But it's, it was hard for me. You'll get through it too. If I can get, if I'm working through it, I know you can, because you said so you have adapted to a lot of stuff already." And you know, it was, it was good. Our last meeting was good, but she. She did her little thing she always does. I think she has to get mad at me in order to leave. Oh. So she picked something a little bit to pick at. But then when she got home, she's like, what do you want for your birthday? And I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want I don't want to hear that. You better tell me something that you want. So I'm like, okay, so you're not mad. I'm like, you know, I just want everybody to be happy and healthy. You're on a fixed income. I'm not going to ask you for anything. You know, don't worry about it. I know she would have got something silly or stupid to joke with me, but. Yeah, that was a mouthful, but that was what I've been dealing with. So now I am planning a funeral. And all of you guys told me not to do it this weekend because this weekend is my birthday. Yes, happy birthday. And my condolences to you and your family. Even though I've already said it before, I'll say it again. Now that I see you face to face, I, you know, I'm here if you need me for anything, whether it's to vent, to cry. Yes. You guys have been really good. Everybody been working really well with me. Like y'all have been patient. And Rika was like, Oh, do you wanna record? And I'm she's like, cause we can take I was like, no, I'll try to get my mind off of it. Like JJ's been like, come to the show, we'll get your mind off for an hour. It's like that little bit of time each day just gets it off. So I'm not really focused on it all the time. Right. So I really appreciate you guys. And I told everyone, you can come to me with your stuff too, like you normally do. Don't sit back and don't tell me and share because you feel like, no, y'all know I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to 
I'm not going to ask for help and I'm not going to tell you, oh my gosh, no, I, I want to know what's going on. It every, it's not, it's not the Jessica Rabbit show. And then you're going to say, if I'm talking too much, if I'm doing too much, if I'm giving too much information, just let me know. I'm like, girl, shut up. <laughs> you are the person that I know that asks for the least. You like, you don't overwhelm people no matter what you're going through. And I'm like, I'm not that type of person that's going to be like, look, girl, you talking too much. Look, girl, like that's that's not me. But then I will do the same thing. Like, hey, if that's too much, hey, if you're not really feeling up to it. So I get it. You never want to feel like you're um being a burden on people. But I also don't want to feel like I am not considerate mm-hmm. of what you're going through. But I know when my, and this is not about me, but I just... And the way I can um, understand on a different level is when my dad passed away, my grief was different. I'm the oldest of my siblings, but our relationship was was different. So it's like he gradually, he knew that he was getting sicker. So I had my time with him, even though I was supposed to go visit him at the hospital that particular Sunday I was like I don't care if you don't want me to come up there I'm coming up there and I'm making this playlist of songs for him and doing all this stuff and I was like he did that on purpose like he left here on purpose before I got a chance to come up there because he didn't his wife was like he doesn't want you guys to see him like this and blah 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 blah. but I was like I know how my dad was he was like he had a little spitefulness he had a little playfulness he had a little just dismissiveness so he probably like no nah, y'all not gonna control me but like he wouldn't have won even though I had my moment I had my moment to cry I had my moment because it was a shock I didn't expect it to happen then so it was a shock and I had to tell other people and all of this stuff that was going on but I was just like you know what I'm gonna celebrate his life the best way I can because he would have been like suck that up like y'all doing too much Mm -mm, don't cry for me he even said that I'm worth more dead than I am alive like he would make weird comments like that or just I don't know so I'm just like you know what he's in a better place I'm gonna pray for him I'm gonna celebrate his life I'm gonna listen to his favorite songs I'm gonna wear his favorite color like I'll talk to him whenever I feel like it like like hey you know what I need to holler at you for a second what is going on and it would be like weird things like people were arguing about his death certificate and what type of insurance policies he had and this and that it was just back and forth I want this this way and I want this this way and I want this and this belongs to me and it's like oh my gosh why uh why and a lot of times death may really separate people so Mm -hmm. if you have to connect with your other family meaning me jazzy ari jj all of us like we're your family so whatever you may be lacking in one area you know we're here to hold you up to lift you up to make you smile you know whatever you need Abe actually called me and he made me smile. He was Aww. like, oh, I made you laugh. Okay, I, I did my job, you know. And he was Aww, just saying. Abe, what's up, Abe? Stuff. So I was like, I thank y'all for that. And yes, I'm the oldest too. So everything is like, seems like on me. And they're like, well, you did everything for your mother anyway. And I'm like, yeah, I did. And I was like, but I would try to make her do it herself. And then would end up okay you tried all right thank you for trying now let me finish it you know because I mothered her and she needed it but then she would get mad and say you're not I'm the mother you're the <laughs> like then act like you're the mother <laughs> but no I mean it's it's weird I think we was talking about being prepared like I think for us I'm trying to be prepared for my kids. I got life insurance early on. Like, no, we did not want to talk about that, but eventually inevitable is going to come, right? Uh So I don't want my family to have to ask for money. I don't want to go from me page. I don't want this person to say, well, I'll do this for the repass and I'll do that. I want it to be like, okay, this is what 
we have this woman has, you know, let's not go over X amount of money because I would like y'all to have some left over. So don't put all this in the ground. Mm -hmm. Do it like this. And I think our parents that are here that are left, like, you know, I know you guys don't want to talk about it, but talk about it with us. Get us prepared for it. So that when the time comes, we can be like, nope, mom talked to me about this. Dad talked to me about this already. I know exactly what they want. Da, 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 da. I mean, my grandmother, I don't know if it's a narcissistic trait or like OCD, but she wrote out her obituary. She wrote out her program. She picked her oh, song. She picked what she wanted the repast, the food, the dessert, what color she wanted her nightgown. Like, it's called a shroud, but it looks like a nightgown. But that's and prepared. Like, yes, she was that's prepared. Specific. She yes, everything. So it was like you opened up her funeral folder and that was everything. So I was like, wow. Okay. And then she would um threaten us that we didn't do it exactly how she had on that paper. She was gonna come back and haunt us each one at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, grandma. I'm gonna get you brave. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> wow. But I mean, if you say let us know what's going on, she's being very specific. So maybe that's just how specific it should be, because then you won't have the aunts, the uncles, the cousins, the brothers, the all of these people jumping in and putting their own two cents because they will do what they would want someone else to do for them. And that's where a lot of the friction comes from because everybody has their own idea of how they want to send someone away mm -hmm. so it's like it's never too much like my grandmother did the same thing she's like my favorite color is baby blue and I want this and I want that and I don't want this and I don't want that she was like oh it's in my folder and if you ever need it it's in this and this and I'm like okay but I know the way I know my family they're still gonna want to do what they want to do of course like she ain't here to say her wishes so thank you yeah, i know how many people do that my father said that working in a funeral because he did funerals and like hospice he was like you don't know how many people are like fighting like as soon as a person closes their eyes like this is mine this is mine this is mine mm -hmm. i'm like well can you pay the bills too since you since you want to be so possessive possess these bills mm -hmm. <laughs> They get ghosts at that time. Don't they? Or like people, oh, what can I do for you? And then you say, oh, well, maybe, you know, you can get us a dinner or something like that, something easy. And then, okay, well, I'll see what I can do. And I'm like, don't say I'm here for anything. Don't, if you don't mean it, don't say it. Mm -hmm. Right, no. What I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I'm here for you for support. <laughs> Mentally, emotionally. <laughs> I had to pay tuition on if Friday. If my finances was good, then, you know, I'd be like, let me buy you a dinner, but y'all got to stick with this menu. <laughs> well, y'all got to stick to the dollar menu. I'm going to say, you got, you got five kids in there with you. Okay, I'm going to send you five dollars. I'm going to send you five twenty-five, and they all can get them apple pie. But you did something. No. Would it be selfish to send just you a care package? No. <laughs> if my mama... <laughs> I'm sorry, be like, oh, this is just for you. This this was my mama, not yours. You still you still got a mama. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I mean, and it's okay to be selfish. Like, I mean, I understand my mother kept saying, You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. I'm like, mm-hmm. But you cause I guess you thinking you got them for another good 20, 30 years and not realizing. So that's why, like. The new chapter that I'm going into on Saturday is surreal because it's like, ugh, I don't know. I mean, ugh. and like you said about your dad, I'm like, yeah, you would die in July. I would find you 11 days before my birthday. And I'm like, you did this on purpose, didn't you, woman? Because you don't want to be forgotten. So if you're around my birthday, I would not forget you, right? And I was like, I would never forget you. My children would never forget you. And I would never allow that to. Because I know there's a scripture in the Bible that says about like your memory will fade with us, but you're always in the memory of God. So I I think the people read that and they go, oh, so no one's going to remember me. Uh. So I'm like, no, you stay in our memories forever. And if you pass the memory down to your children, you always will be. But 
I mean, I don't know. It gets, I guess it gets hard. But uh, so not only that, this new chapter. Come yes happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday to you uh, uh. all i want for my birthday is a... <laughs> <laughs> well, i already got one so i guess i get myself oh, it's the birthday oh, Charlie, it's the birthday look we're going through all the birthdays all. <laughs> then they got that new one out what's the new one I gotta send this to you. It's like it was. It's pretty cool. I was like, oh, they got a new birthday. Like we made a new birthday song up, and we didn't share with everyone. Like yeah. it's cute. It was cute. I was like, okay, we was on TikTok. Like, okay, yas, yas. You know, you know, if you could send it to me, you know, I might. No, nah, they might copyright us. We'll put the link. I don't think it's copyrighted because it was like nobody. It was just a whole group of people singing it. Oh. We might put the link in there so y'all can listen to it, but I ain't trying to get paused in some areas. <laughs> YouTube be uh Yeah, they told me they told me that one song. Oh, we can't see this this like in Holland or something. They can't see this. So I'm like, Born United States can see it. That's all I can. <laughs> Are you turning 30 this year? <laughs> 30. Yay. <laughs> So do you have any plans? No, I never do. I don't. Well, do something different this year. Yeah. I really never celebrated birthdays. Like, we got cake. And I mean, and that was really it. And I'm so mad because I'm going to let my uncle know. I'm going to tell him. He's going to take me to the restaurant depot because he told me they had the cake that I like there. And she was supposed to take over, and it's like, no, I want that cake in it. And I told him I wanted that cake, and he said that cake is there. So I'm going to see if I can get on the website. If that cake is there, oh, that's where we get my birthday cake from. Nice. That longhorn strawberry shortcake. That is my best friend. Me and that cake get along, and my tummy gets along with it too. And that's like that great thing in the world when my tummy gets along with something <laughs> that's good well just try your best to have your own celebration of life for you yes oh jazzy says she might come up okay jazzy Jazzy says she might come up um and so i was like okay that's it my house is i'll be home so if you want to come my my doors are open yeah. You met Jazzy everybody, so I know Jazzy's good people. <laughs> I went and popped up at her house. Yeah. Yes. So I'm, I'm cool. family is having a game party that night, that same night. And then on the next weekend, my uncle's having a birthday party. So it's like each time I thought about trying to come visit, I'm like, ah, oh, I got something already planned. Okay, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm definitely going to come visit. Um, see what my money's looking like see if I can send you a little care package you know I made that cake last night and my, my whole how was it it was good it was good it was a cream cheese pound cake and then I made the cream cheese icing but since the icing was homemade it can't sit at room temperature for longer than eight hours so it's like as you get your slice of cake and you warm it up for 15 seconds you can go ahead and put some of that cream cheese icing on the top and just enjoy it so okay. it was good. It was good. I like to cook sometimes. <laughs> I, like, I like eating frosting out of the um <laughs> the out of the container. Oh Lord, it was some good icing too. Mm. And I sent you the links. And you know, if you guys want to try out this cream cheese pound cake, I'll send I'll put the link in the <laughs> description. Huh? A slice would have pop up or something. You should have had a slice here with a candle and I could and I could have did. Oh, I gotta see if I have any candles. The girl, I'm gonna put a big old, <laughs> a big old candle in there, like just stick it in the middle. Maybe I will do that. I've seen that before. Like you go to people's houses and they had a right. They we have a right. I'm like, yeah, sure. okay. Girl, I'm put a big old candle in there, just <laughs> in there. <laughs> they call them uh, what they call them? Chime spell candles. That's what I had. <laughs> When my mother ordered those for me, she was like, I don't know how I feel about ordering these little witchy little candles. 
<laughs> I don't know if God will like that. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't buy me these damn candles. And the candles don't get there. You know. God right. said you no. Know. She's like, do you have to get this kind? <laughs> she didn't like that it had spell no. on it. <laughs> my mom and my grandmother would have found a different candle that looked just like that without the spell oh, in it. Oh this is just as good. Yes. We um we grew up in a lot. I told you, Pentecostal stuff, girl. We grew up with a lot of stuff. You couldn't um we weren't that bad. Some people couldn't watch Transformers because anything that transforms is upsetting. <laughs> Oh my gosh. They didn't, they didn't want me watching Smurfs because Smurfs cast spells. And she's going to want to be over there casting spells on people. The Smurfs? Yeah, the little blue people. Oh my gosh. And I just let my kids watch it and they love Gargamel. And I mean, they used to watch Smurfs all the time. So, hey. I'm glad I we are breaking cycles because some of it, some of it was a lot of men, like, man stuff you know what i'm saying like y'all just yeah yeah my mother and i had a, a deep conversation about her generation versus my generation not really my generation just me in general because like you said you and your mother had the discussion and she was like well this is hard for me my mother and i were the same way because it was just like some of her beliefs her fears she tries to project them onto me and my children and I was just like no mm -hmm. I have to set a boundary I hope you find peace <laughs> it's like I'm not trying to be rude but that is your fear that is your concern so I had to be like okay if you feel fear worry or doubt that's something you should pray about and let go and let God if you feel some type of anger or resentment or something something that's something you vent to your friends about or a therapist or write in a journal <laughs> but it's like you have to do that work before you come to me with some stuff because I'm like that's a you problem not a me problem but yes. it's mainly about my kids well she tried to do little stuff like that with me I'm like I'm grown but with my kids they're not going to understand your concerns because it's not their truth. It's not their story. So you have to find a, a little discernment, a little compassion, and then focus on the delivery because sometimes your message is not really being heard if the delivery is off. That's, that is true. Like, That's true. How often do you say you're proud of them? How often do you say you're proud of me? Like, all of these things but you're quick to point out what you think is not good enough or what you think should be done differently I'm like that could feel like a jab to me like you're like you feel like I'm not a good parent if you're picking at every little thing I do so it's like yeah you have to have those type of conversations while they're still here so you know they can be able to see those different perspectives as, no, I'm not just rebelling against you. I'm not just dismissing your feelings. Your feelings matter. But this is how it affects me. And this is how I would like to move forward from that to kind of leave your own legacy behind. And I'm, yeah. I'm grateful that you had the opportunity to do those things with your mom so she can see it from a different perspective. And if she, if she wanted to embraced it then she did if it was some stuff that was a little difficult for her then you know those were times for her to work through those things so I'm sure you were you are a great daughter and you are doing the best you can and I'm sure your kids will appreciate that and having that those types of open and honest discussions with you moving forward too so you mm -hmm. killing it girl thank you so I got I'm sorry I got I'm sorry. Killing it wasn't the right word to use. Oh, no, you're good, girl. I was joking. <laughs> I was joking because I said somebody, this is bad. I was like, somebody's looking for an apartment. I was like, well, you know, there's a um, vacancy in my mom's place soon. They are not going to want to live there. But you know, Carol be like knocking stuff over. Like, uh -uh, that's mine. It's a single complex. Nine times I said somebody then died in your apartment. How do you think that apartment became available? And see, I thought I was bad. It's true. It's I thought true. I was bad because my it was Father's Day and I made breakfast for my husband 
And I'm sent, I sent him and my son a message to say, hey, breakfast is ready. Happy Father's Day. I was like, I'm just waiting for my dad to get here so we can eat. And I posted this little gift of somebody looking out the window, like looking for somebody to arrive. And my husband was like, um, okay. <laughs> and my son, my, I don't even know if I shared this before. My son was like, that's a weird way to grieve. I was like, y'all didn't think it was funny? <laughs> Yeah. My dad would have loved that. That's the type of sense of humor he had. Yes. And I would I would talk to my mom about little stuff. We would make little jokes like, uh-oh, you know, like the I was sitting on, on the couch and like the charger literally like flew out. I did not, I was not like I was like walking. The thing flew out of the socket. Mm. I was like. All right, Carol. Carol and June, you y'all up, y'all up to something. What are y'all doing? Y'all leave me alone. Leave, my husband's just sitting there looking at me like, okay, this chick, this chick. I was like, it was a joke. It was a joke. And some people think they may think that little jokes like that is a way of somebody trying to repress their grief or not dealing with their loss properly. But it's like when you know who you are and you know how to embrace your feelings at different stages you can be angry you can be mad you can be happy you can you can go through all of those different emotions or emotions and then still find time to come back to you if you need to make a little joke if you need to do this like that's a part of the process because nobody wants to be sitting around moping and sad and crying and all of these things for a long period of time like You should never put a time frame on anybody's grief. Somebody can grieve for two days. Somebody can grieve for two months. Somebody can grieve for two years. Let let people do what they need to do the way it works for them. And that is true. And that's why I said I wouldn't take that away from no one. Like, I won't say this is... I know my father did that with my mother. He told her she she was grieving her father's death too long. And I'm like, you can't do that. I mean, just because she had a different relationship with her father than you did, you can't tell her that. Like, that was selfish of you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hey, look, I make my jokes about Carol. She would make her jokes about me. It was, she got cremated and the guy, I don't think he meant to say this, but he was like, oh, I was like, oh, can I have a piece of her hair? Block of her hair. He's like, oh, she's already in there. I'm sorry, we can't stop the process i was like okay cool i was like well how long is it gonna take well it's like it's like 100 pounds an hour or something like that something he said he's like yeah she'll be in about three four hours and i bust out laughing (laughs) oh carol probably haunted him in his dream like what i mean yeah i was like oh yeah there's a whole lot of whole lot of him back there you gotta get rid of yeah but you know and I was like, I just laughed about it. I was like, yeah, no, okay, okay. Because the way he said it was just like all nonchalant, like, you know. Undertakers are really funny. Mm. Some of them, they're like, (laughs) they're funny. But no, um, but this should be an interesting week. And, you know, it should be, I still got, I've still got my nieces. Everybody's like, I can't believe you still got your nieces. Life has to continue to go on. I had made obligations that I had to go for. I can't stop because my life, I can't make everybody else's life stop. Right. So I can't do that. So I still have them. And the baby loves my daughter. And I said, well, this is your baby for the two weeks. Enjoy. And I want her to see what it is to have a baby. She tries to hide from the baby. The baby, I said, no, it's just going to be like if you have a child. So remember that. You don't do adult things that can cause adult problems. So oh you don't like that, huh? All right. Keep that in mind. So have you been watching any shows lately? No, I didn't finish the other show. All I've been doing is just doing the other stuff. I mean, I did watch Kevin Hart stand up a little bit. That was on Paramount. I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Um, yeah, because if you have Xfinity, you get Paramount for free. Mm. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, the X. Um, and you can get. The, I think it's like Xfinity 
I mean, Paramount Plus or something like that, but it's free with Xfinity. So I was like, okay, I checked that out because JJ said this to me. He was like, you should watch this. It's going to make you laugh. I saw that. Um, and then I know the shy is coming back on the floor. Yes. I'm excited about that. And then um, anything else? I mean, we went to see Mission Impossible. It was pretty How was good. that? It was good. <laughs> yep. We went to see it in the movies. We did not bootleg it. <laughs> It was pretty good. I was still kind of tired, so I was like, my eyes was resting a little longer than they should have, but I would wake back up and then wake back up, wake back up. But it was good. I'm really not an action movie type of person, so my husband usually picks those movies, but I'm glad I went. It was good. John Wick. John Wick? Yeah. When did it come out? I don't know. But I gotta look because I always watch all the John Wicks. Um, I saw the last one. I think the last one I saw was right before COVID. Mm, I think so, I have. I think I have. I think I have. I think I have. I think I have. <laughs> but I don't remember right now. Um. Yeah, I've been watching the show Good Trouble on Hulu. Well, okay, I heard about that, and that's how is it? It's is good. It? It's good. Um. They're, I think they're coming out with a, a new season. It went up to season six or something. I think they're coming out with a new season next year. I don't know about this writer's strike or anything. Because I was watching Survival of the Thickest as well. It was on Netflix. Survival of the Thickest. And they were saying the um, main character, she doesn't know whether they want to bring it back. Because if the writers don't get what they deserve, then no. Yeah, you know about I, this writer strike. Strike. I know. Last time it happened, it was around my kids were little, and I used to watch Shameless, mm. and Shameless went so far out that they had to like they started playing the old ones and then bringing it back. So that was the last time they had a writer strike. That one lasted for a long time because like seasons were already put back. And you think about it, seasons are already pushed back anyway because of COVID. Because mm-hmm. um, oh, I was watching that show. Um, it was on. Hulu or something. It was like the my girl um Kaylee. Do you ever watch that show called um what are the what are the stewardess? Like she did the airplane show. Um what was it? Kaylee Yoki or something like her name is. What is her name? But it was a really good show. She has one on, I think it's Hulu or Paramount, um, about this really happened. Like it was like a real mur- murder. Um, I'm not sure, but send it to me so I can check it out. Yes, um, but it's a, it's a. So she has like these visions and like she sees mur- people being murdered, and then she woke up like the one time and had um, was it like, in bed with a dead person? Like, how did I get there? Because she was black. I out. did see that. It was a cold flight attendant. Flight attendant, yes. I think it was flight attendant, yes. I did see that. Yep. She's in a new show. So I'm, I'll give you the um, name of the new show because my phone is acting janky right now. Um, and it 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 seems pretty good, but it was like a real, I guess, a real murder that happened, a real thing that happened. So I was like, okay, this is kind of giving me flight attendant vibes, but like Haley Ku- mm. Kuako. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how to pronounce that. Because of my my daughter's name, but yeah, I'm not pronouncing. Kaylee Quaco is that's the best I can do. <laughs> she played on Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Based on a true story, so that's good too. I've been trying to start that because um, I like her in Flight Attendant. Yeah, it's finished. No, the flight attendant's done. They're not coming out with another one. It wasn't when it. Oh no! Yes, that's TV series. When did say TV series like twenty twenty to present? So th- this is it based on a true story. Huh? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, that's great. I don't know how you get that to work, where you can see it on the screen. Maybe yeah, like okay, whatever. Y'all can see the faces. Okay. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's the okay. 
based on a true story. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. This guy played on um Mindy. What is it called? Mindy in the Mindy in the middle. I don't know. Oh, oh I was about to say Mindy and Morky, but no, I don't just <laughs> Mork and Mindy. <laughs> What's it called? Like Mindy in the middle or something like that. The Mindy Project. He yes. plays Mindy Project with Mindy Kaylin. So I I definitely like him. But did you see Leslie Jones? She was on Instagram talking about the strike and she she was a little upset because people were making insensitive comments like, oh, there's the rich trying to get richer and this and this. And she was like, no, y'all don't understand. She was like, and this pisses me off. She was heated. She was like, I'm gonna block y'all. I don't need y'all following me. I don't want those types of followers. Y'all are insensitive. She was like, you gotta watch what you say because she said half the time, people that are in the background and the writers and stuff, they don't get royalties and stuff like that. Every time your movie plays, you get money. You get a one-time check or one-time payout, and then that's it. And then half the time, if you're not writing, you're not getting paid. So mm. it's not that they're all rich. People that play in the background on movies, they're not rich. And she said she didn't get her big break until she was in her 40s. And she had been in that world for years. And I saw somebody else, um, KJ, what's her name? KJ Jones. She plays on Sisters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. BET. But she was like, she did, she was doing this for 10 years, just doing background stuff and trying to work two jobs to pay her rent and do all of these things. So people think that all actors and actors and actresses, no, it's the corporations that make all the money. You're right, because when I was watching Anna Nicole Smith, um, her story and Marilyn Monroe, she was like, you're paying this man millions of dollars and you want to give me $50,000? Like, mm. make this make sense. And I'm in the lead role. And then you think, and also think about it, all those actors that now want to produce and want to write. So now you're taking that job from this person that would have gotten, you know, the writing credit for that and gotten paid is now not getting. So then... I can understand why they don't want actors sometimes to be executive producers or to be writers and different things like that or directors because now you're taking that bread and butter out of them. Not only are you acting, you're now directing that script. So you're getting several um, different checks because you had to get a check for writing and producing. So now you're walking away by four or five checks and you're eating well, but the little people aren't. Yeah. I, I feel for them. Hopefully it won't be long. Hopefully they'll give them what they need but they always treat the little people the worst yeah and then you have people that grow up like me i'm like oh i want to be an actress i want to be a singer i want to be a dancer and then it's like okay me not going that route was that was that god protecting me like okay you think it looks like even being a model you think that it looks one way but then you hear all these stories of yes. things happening in the background and just the the shady people the shady nasty dirty low down gutter snipe <laughs> people that yeah. are doing these things to stay in these high positions and how they're just stepping on the little people and taking advantage of all of these people mm -hmm. who just want to make it you're right because tyra banks said that she was like People will come with, tell with drugs and stuff like that and say, here, just do this. Like This will help you stay up all day. This will help you stay skinny and this and this and that. And she's like, she was had to fight and like off, like left and right, left and right. Because she's like, I don't want to get to them because some of them be coked out. And then you have the, um, my mother's friend was telling her about the casting couch. And she's like, yeah, just tell her, you know, it's really not as beautiful as it thinks. And, you know casting couch is real and they're they're usually just sleep with you but then won't even acknowledge you and won't even give you what they promised but they got the cat and that's all that matters and it's right. like wow you don't want to go through that you it's the i don't want the cost of the fame like if i gotta pay that price for fame i don't want it like right. yeah uh -uh. and then what you and this is part of the reason why my mother and i got into this deep discussion and now that i bring up modeling I sent you the information about my daughter wanted to participate and they call it LA Fashion Week. Um, even though I don't think it's an official fashion week like New York or anything like that, it's kind of like a an extension to it. But okay. it was a group, the model ex the model experience. The I think that's what's called. 
something like that yeah something like that and I was just like oh, okay well this seems this seems like a good opportunity so I'm like how did you hear about this and you know how do they do the training she's like oh they're gonna we're gonna practice virtually and I'm like practice sure. virtually for a fashion show oh yeah we just have to be there the day before and I'm like for a fashion show like to check your size and all like all of this, like, this seems weird. So I started, I did my little Google search, found the Instagram page. And then I was like, oh, this is the same group that was on Basketball Wives. So I saw that they had a little post like, thank you, Basketball Wives, for having us on two episodes, blah, blah, blah. Where Jennifer Williams, she was trying to learn the ins and outs of the fashion industry because she wanted to do a hair fashion show. So she was meeting with somebody that she knew personally just to see and then walking on the stage and Jackie Christie, like just acting a fool and wanting to walk beside her on the catwalk and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, okay. You know, it didn't seem bad, but then my daughter was like, but in order for me to participate, I have to sell eight tickets. I'm like, okay, eight tickets. And I'm like, but you haven't even gone there. You haven't practiced. They don't know what you can do, but you have to sell these mandatory eight tickets. So yeah. I told, I just sent the information to different people I knew. I'm like, hey, this is what she's doing. This is, you know, if you want to support. My cousin went to do her research and she was like, she's not doing this bullshit. <laughs> she was like, I haven't been in the fashion industry for a while, but I know like this is not something that is usually required. You have to pay. You have to per I mean you have to sell eight tickets. And they range from $60 for virtual to $84 in person. Yeah, and then it's like the all-inclusive one. Yeah, like you get the red carpet, you get to choose the bleachers or something, something is it. But the virtual and the general admission was the same exact price. So mm -hmm. I was just like, you know what? I'm hopeful that she did her research. I'm hopeful that, you know, she didn't just jump into something because, you know, people have to learn their own lessons. I had to learn a lot of my lessons on my own, but then my cousin did her research, but then my mother was like, um, I have my concerns, but her concerns was mainly, okay, 18 year old going to another state, just not having supervision. And then she started bringing up her grad, I mean, her, she put graduation dress, but then she really meant prom dress. And then her not liking her bathing suit she wore in Costa Rica. So it's like, your message is getting lost in translation. Like, what is really going on right now? But then when you're, my mom, you're letting her sign and bop it. Right. I'm like, I was in Costa Rica with her. I was there when she got the prom dress de design. So I'm just like, so what are you really saying? So I just kind of pushed that one to the side, but my cousin came with facts. She sent me Yelp reviews about the company and she was like, no. And the Yelp reviews was pretty much like, this is a scam. No modeling agency will make you sell this amount of tickets just to participate. They tell you, you're going to get this. They tell you, you're going to get that. And then once you get involved, you're like, where's this? Where's this? Where's this? And then it doesn't happen. So I was just like, okay. So I gave my daughter both information, both messages. And I was like, okay, I'm leaving this to you for you to do what you need to do. So she's just like, well, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to sell the eight tickets. So I'm probably not gonna do it anyway. So I was like, okay, look how God works. God works in mysterious ways because it needed to be her decision in the end. But if it was the tickets that she felt was causing the resistance or the frustration, then however it was supposed to play out, it was supposed to play out. But she ended up thanking my cousin for sending her that information because she did her research, but not that deep. So mm -hmm. I was, I don't know if people listening or watching has had any experience with, uh, I think it's called the model experience, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't want to quote myself wrong. The model yeah, the model experience. That's what it's called. So if you have had any experience with this company um, or someone you know, please let me know. Let me know what you think. Like, Because when I modeled, we had to pay like a registration fee. We never had to pay for our clothes. We never had to pay for our makeup, our hair, or anything like that. But I just had to, some people, because it was white people doing it, 
you just had to come either with it. They're like, okay, wear a ponytail. Wear something that you can be, you know, can go different things because we don't have someone that can do your hair, which I understood. But, or like if you bring your own skin tone of uh, foundation, if you have sensitive skin, stuff like that is okay. But like you said, when I was in fashion show, I never had to sell the tickets. I, I don't think, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, just invite your friends and family. Like it wasn't a requirement that I remember. No, like, yeah, like they'll tell you so many people can get in maybe at a discount price, but then everybody else has to buy a ticket. Like, okay, fine. You guys just have to buy a ticket, but not, well, you know, what they were trying to do. But I, I know people that used to do model scams. Oh. Yeah, I know people that used to do model scams. And yeah, it it's sad because you get these girls' hopes all up just to take their money. Because a lot of them, and I'm surprised they're still doing it. A lot of them will go with and then they'll probably saw that she was modeling before and okay you know here send this to her she'll she'll do it and then because if you do it wants to do it she's a good model uh-huh. i said why you got the shake keep it up and keep going <laughs> right and i was like okay when she was in the modeling team in high school yeah they had to pay for their their outfits and get their own hair done and stuff like that but as my my cousin put it she was like yeah but they don't have funding so I understand with a school, a high school team like that, you would need the extra support or do a fundraiser or something. But if this is a legit company that's doing events like in LA and everything like that, like find your you fund in a different way. You can't sell your own tickets. Have you ever heard of a, a strike, a model strike? Have they ever striked because they felt like they weren't getting what they deserve? I wonder. Look, Google will know. I wonder. I mean, because there's so many models out there that Google has there. Ever I remember on model strike before. Go ahead. I'm sorry. On TikTok, I was watching. Um, I was watching one of the shows. Was it, um, Gucci or Fendi or somebody was having a show? On, uh -huh. um, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." I said, "But they all look like they need to eat a little bit." Fendi. <laughs> Like, and oh. nobody had me. It was all colorful. It was like everything was just like I was like, oh, I was like, I was skinny like that. I was like, oh, oh, that's that crackhead skinny. Yeah, that was like my grandfather used to call me olive oil. Yeah, I was called olive oil too. Look at that. I was called string bean, links, olive oil. What's, what's the lady name? I'm gonna get you sucker. Don't make me hop after you. <laughs> Am Anne Marie. <laughs> I was going all the types of stuff. He said I got body. And this was family. My too family care. My too yes. Oh, uh -huh. look like you a hula hoop a Cheerio. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, and you, and you. Oh my God. So I know we don't have much time, but I want to say something funny that my kids did. So my kids got in a fight. The twins. And she said, your son got one more motherfucking time to buck up at me. She said, do it again. Do it. Hit me. You got one more motherfucking time to do it. And then my husband said, go in your room. She gonna go in my room saying the door. Yo, your son's a fucking bitch. I was like, language. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. When the twins fight, they've always fought. Like I can see that in that um limo scene. So it goes down, it goes down in the dims when it. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Did you put soap in her mouth? Do people still do that? That's child abuse, right? Yeah, I, guess I was like, you know, you can use other words and those word uses, you know, there's other adverbs and adjectives. She is not those. Okay, where did you get this language from? My like, Clutching my pearls, like oh let my, my mother tell it. The music. Oh, this this is my, music. My father, my well, my parents both used to say, "What kind of language does your parents talk when I'm not around?" Oh, excuse me. Yeah, but that did make me laugh. That broke me out of like, I was sad, and then all of a sudden I just bust out laughing here, and I was like, "Okay, okay." Wow. Yeah, and then yeah. 
this is the same one that wants to wear the veil to the funeral, right? Oh, yes, yes. My over-the-top daughter <laughs> wants to wear a veil. And I know she's going to walk in here like, I'm like, in here. Y'all can't anymore. see me making crazy faces under here, rolling my eyes. Don't talk to me because I don't want to be talked to. She is such a diva. You get? Did you get your, a matching one? I I was looking at it. I was like, I should get one to match my dress, you know, just to have a little, you know. Because, <laughs> you know, I do be extra. I did. I, hey, you, you know. wear your sunglasses. I'm sure you're going to have some sunglasses on, so. I probably am. I'm debating whether I'm going to put makeup on that day or not. Because. Put makeup waterproof. You can get dunked in the pool and good. Oh, that, yeah, that, 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 yeah, so I should go, yeah, go to Safari. I need something cryproof, cryproof, waterproof, because uh, I need everything. Right. What was it, Ari told you, well, when you needed to go work out, how to mix your, your lotion or something with the, a yeah. little, the foundation. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I don't know, just do a light, like a little light beat. Yeah. What would Carol do? Carol will go fully, fully made up, honey. She said, you tap, tap, tap. Tap tap tap, and that's it. You do the little Candace. What do Candace be doing with the um the little folded up piece of napkin? And you um, just put it right here. Then you have to put your head down so that the tears don't roll down your face. They hit your lap. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I'm sorry. I know we gotta go. But speaking of Candace, did you see the clip of the girls fighting? I need mm-hmm. to send it to you. It was some. They were recording the house. Uh, Housewives of Potomac or whatever. Do you watch that? Sometimes I do. Okay, so they were recording and I guess they had just stopped recording and this girl they call Sesame Street, I think her name is Deborah, because she has these big bushy eyebrows. <laughs> she has these big bushy eyebrows. They... I can tell you about Sesame Street too before we hang up. <laughs> but they call her Sesame Street, so I guess she was about to throw a drink at the girl Candace or acting like it and her friend was like, uh-uh. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. And so it was like they putting each hands in the face. So they get to fight and she dragging and they dropping and Candace picks up a bottle like she about to do something. Like, girl, your whole career gonna be messed up. You pick up that bottle, put it down. But you see Ashley was like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna send you the link. I don't know if I can put it up on here, but uh, I might be able to put it up on the screen so y'all can see this craziness. But I'm like, are they gonna show that on an episode? So you can see these crazy grown women fighting like this at a club. Hmm. But yeah. Well, we're in. <laughs> Is that the devil too? Huh? No. Is that the devil too? Uh. My mom, they used to tease my mom because she was tall and big. They used to call her Big Bird because her last name was Bird before getting married. So they used to call her Big Bird. So my mom was known to wear wigs and she wore this wig and my oldest it had to be like one or two. And she saw her and said, oh, Big Bird. And my mom was pissed. My mom didn't talk to my daughter for like a couple of weeks. Oh, she's like, you put her up to that. I said, no, I did not. Okay. Childhood came right back at her. Oh my God. From her, from her granddaughter. I was like, oh, that's shit. That's the one she used to pick with all this. No, not, no, that's oh. not. That's not even, I'm, and that, that's why I said, the one that you pick with, don't even come at you like that. Oh. But the one that you don't pick with, she, my daughter, is, she forever come with. She called my sister in law Fufa. Did did you somewhere watch Yo Gabba Gabba? No, I don't think so. So there's a character called Fufa, and she saw her. She's like, Fufa. and I was just like, your kid is shady. Yes, shady. Wonder where they get that from. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, we're about to get up out of here, but we're going to sing happy birthday one more time. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Birthday, dear. Baby love, Jessica Rabbit. Happy birthday to you. And anymore. Cha cha cha. So um y'all send birthday wishes, you know. You got a cash out, right? We put our cash yeah. out on the screen. Love donations, birthday donations, 
are greatly appreciated. Buy her a coffee or a tea or a Dunkin' Donut or something. Contribute to her cake. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. And yes, you can um send her like send her well wishes as well. Mm-hmm. Our sister can take all of those. She can use all of those prayers. Um, you know, send some love and light her way during this time. Any type of support you can give. Because she's there for everyone else. So in this time, we need to be there for her. I appreciate it. We got you, boo. Thank you. I don't know what size you want. <laughs> the camera's gonna flip it around. I'm sending it everywhere. And Carol, may your soul rest in peace. Yes. Lots of love and light throughout this transition. And yeah. Until next time, we will speak with you and see you later. Bye.